Welcome to Focus on Success with Fazia Costi. Our program is designed to help you with executive function challenges. Our guest experts offer perspective, experience, and ideas to improve different aspects of your life. Now, here is your host, Fazia Costi. Good morning. Um, so, pursuing fame is a difficult task, and those who succeed at it, according to Dr. Rainier Zeitelman, a historian, sociologist, and author of 25 books, are masters of self-marketing, showcasing themselves effectively, and attracting media attention. In his new book, he dwells into the topic of how people become famous, geniuses of self-marketing from Albert Einstein to Kim Kardashian. He explores how these 12 celebrities profiled in the book have propelled themselves to fame through self-marketing rather than focusing on financial success. Dr. Zeidelman shows the importance of understanding the art of self-promotion to achieve maximum exposure. He showcases celebrities from politics, sports, fashion, show business, finance, and science. The chosen profession doesn't seem to matter. What binds these diverse and talented individuals together is their ability to understand the importance of self-marketing and to use it effectively. So welcome to the show, Dr. Zeitelman. Hi. Hello. Yeah. So um, you're in Germany right now. Yes, I'm Um, in Berlin. It's evening here. It's evening there, and I'm in Arizona, and it's morning here. So we are (laughs) having a wonderful time travel (laughs) experience. Uh, tell me a little bit about what inspired you to write uh, your newest book, How People Become Famous, Geniuses of Self-Marketing from Albert Einstein to Kim Kardashian. Yes, well, I'm, I wrote some other books about success, but these other books were more about financial success. For example, there's one book, Dare to be Different and Grow Rich, the Secret of the Self-Made People. It's now successful in 12 different languages. And I analyzed the most important factors why people are successful. And I found out that one factor, one aspect was uh, whether they are good in self-marketing. And um, I, I I found out, for example, with people like Richard Branson, I think you know him with Virgin Galactica, this British billionaire, or Madonna. And I had this in this other book. And then I got more in detail because I was curious, what makes people famous? Is it accident or is it a strategy, a plan? What ability do you have or you should have if you want to be famous? And it's not, it's not only about being famous in a way like these superstars. I think for everyone, it's very important to, to promote yourself, to, to, to see yourself as a brand, even if you want to be successful in your business or in your company or in general life. I think self-marketing is very important, not only for people who would really, really be so famous as, for example, uh, uh, the people in, in my book. Absolutely. So 
Let's start with how do you define fame? What is your definition of fame? Okay, if you put it very easy, fame is if uh, people know you, but this can mean a lot of things. Uh, um, there, there are these famous people in my book, everyone knows their name, like Steve Jobs, Arnold Schwarzenegger, or Madonna, or Muhammad Ali, everyone knows them. But this is not, not everything uh, what, what means fame. If you have a more broader definition, it can be that you are famous in your target group. Maybe you are in a you live in a city and maybe it's not important that everyone knows you all over the world because your business is is only maybe in your city city where you live in in LA or in wherever and um, if the people that uh, your potential clients if they know you then you are famous so fame doesn't mean always that everyone in the world will know you, but you, you should uh, define what is your target group. For example, if you have a business, and then uh, how can you reach this goal that the people will know you that who have to know you? Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, because I think most people think of fame as, like you said earlier, the people from your book, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Donald Trump or uh, Madonna. I think most people think of that world known, you know, somebody who's known throughout the entire world as yes. famous. So your definition is a little bit broader. And I, and I like that. I like that it allows for things to be more localized. Uh, what are some of the char- characteristics of someone who seeks fame? I think there are a lot, but the most important thing is that you are really enthusiastic about it, that you want it so so much. Like, for, for example, my favorite quote is from Madonna. Madonna said one time, I'm not happy until I'm as famous as God. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, you know, it's a little bit crazy. I'm not happy as long as I'm not famous as God. But I think the other people in my book, like, Oprah Winfrey, for example, she she wanted it very much from from the from the start. This was the most important thing for, for or Arnold Schwarzenegger. For for them, it would be the worst thing if they are I don't know how you call it in the United States, like Joe Public, you know, like everyone else. This would be the the worst thing that could happen to them. They want to distinguish. They want to stand out. And I think a little bit is in every one of us. No one want to be, you know, like everyone else. Every one of us want to be something uh, special. And for these people uh, who became so famous, this desire is much, much more. And they do a lot to reach it because it 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 will never ha- never happen per accident. So you don't believe that you can become famous accidentally. Maybe maybe for a couple of minutes or uh, if you are the right place, right. but no, uh, th- these people in my book, these 12 people, they worked uh, years and even decades to, to, become, to become famous and it, it didn't happen. Uh, so uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of work, really. It's a lot of hard work. Most people don't understand it, but this is what I show in my book. It's 
it's you have to think a lot about how to reach this goal and you have to work re really hard for it people don't understand it sometimes they think it, it happens anyway but it doesn't happen anyway you have to work for it yeah um so why would discipline be so important in being famous um we we talked a little bit about you know they have to want it but why would they need discipline is is discipline important Okay, I think discipline is important for everything if you want to stand out. If you want to grow rich, it's not possible without having discipline. If you want to be a, a, a great athlete, for example, it's not, it's not possible without discipline. If you want to be, become a, 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 scientist, a, a scientist, it's, it's not possible. So you, you can't reach anything in life without discipline. But I think discipline is not the, the most important thing. I think much more important is you have to love, to really love what you do. I think these people, they, they really enjoyed the things that they did. Take, for example, Muhammad Ali. I, of course, discipline is a part of it always, yes. But I think he, he he loved what he did, and not only you know this this fighting, yes, but he loved also this self marketing. Absolutely. So um, I want to just talk just very briefly about the the twelve different uh, individuals that you have listed in your book. You have Albert Einstein, Andy Warhol, Karl Lagerfeld. Stephen Hawking, Muhammad Ali, Donald Trump, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Oprah Winfrey, Steve Jobs, Madonna, Princess Diana, and Kim Kardashian. And so every single one of these names is very well known. I've, I've, I can say I've heard every single one of these names and I don't even watch TV. So they have to be very famous. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know. Yes, I, good yeah. proof, a good proof. Yes. So if I, I know who they keep are. In mind, yes. Ask yes. someone you know, who never watched TV whether he knows him or not. If, if yes, then he's really famous. If not, <laughs> if only for someone who watched TV, this is a, I, I will keep it in mind. That that is definitely a test, right? So, what are the five personality traits that these geniuses of self marketing have in common, and why are they important? Because because they these individuals are clearly at the top of their game. They're very well known. They're very successful. What are their personality traits? Do they have in common, um, and what what makes them special? You know, in in psych in psychology, I. To, to explain it, I, I wrote my second doctor. I have uh, two PhDs in my second second doctoral dissertation. I wrote about the personality traits of uh, uh, super rich uh, people. And uh, so I, I know a lot about uh, psychology. And uh, in psychology, you distinguish between five personality traits. And uh, one important personality trait Uh, if you want to become famous, is what we call openness for new experience. Yes, that you are open, open-minded to to make uh, new experience. And another thing is, uh, of course, that you should be extroverted, uh, the opposite of people uh, uh, with uh, uh, introversion. But one thing is very important. Uh, one personality trait, if you distinguish in this, you know, so-called big five model in psychology. One personality trait is called agreeableness. And with these people who are so very 
famous in my book, they, they were not people which are with a high degree of agreeableness. If you are looking too much for harmony, you can't get famous. You see it, take as an extreme example, Donald Trump, for example. Definitely no one who's looking for harmony always, yes? Uh, he, he, he loves it if people love him, but for him it's also okay if people hate him. And this is true for a lot of famous people. Even take someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not everyone loves him with his muscle tense. So for some, he's a hero. And you see it if you are uh, like this influencers today in social in social media or on on Facebook or Instagram and so. Uh, even if you have only maybe two or three thousand followers there, you will see there are there are fans and there are haters. It's not possible to have fans without having haters. Yes, and this was the same with uh, Ofra Winfrey, you, you know, who started in a similar way as you do now as a radio host. Yes, there were people who loved her, admired her, and there were as a lot of other people who uh, absolutely the, the, the contrary, yes, who, who even hated her. Sure. But, 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 for, uh, but uh, if this is too important for you, if you are someone who always looks for harmony, then you, you never can get uh, uh, famous. I think this is a very important insight. Yeah, I think love them or hate them, you at least know who they yes, are. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. Yes. <laughs> And then you can decide whether you want to work with them or not work with them. But yeah, so open-mindedness, being extroverted, not being agreeable. And what are the other two personality traits that they have? Of course, narcissism. Yes, narcissism sounds like a bad word. It's, uh, if, if people call you a narcissist, uh, it's, it's, it means something bad. But I think it isn't. Of course, there are some people with very extreme, you know, it's the kind of uh, illness. But I think most people that you call uh, a narcissist, they are really healthy and they are more successful than other people. I read one research about all American uh, president of the United States and the psychologist. His result was that almost every one of them was a narcissist. And I think this is not only true for someone as Donald Trump, of course, but Obama, the same. Maybe he doesn't look like an artist, but he is. Uh, you know, when when he, I, I think you know it. When Donald, when when uh, Obama, Barack Obama, when he was only thirty years old, he wrote a, his autobiography about his life. But he had done nothing with thirty years. Yes, and who will write an autobiography about his? own life yes if you're not a narcissist but but it's uh, don't take it as a bad word if if people call you narcissist yes sometimes these are only people who without self-confidence or i think in the united states you call it like like wallflowers or so people like this they, they will call you a, a narcissist but these people definitely they are narcissists and another thing is if you if you look for for a fifth thing they they enjoy swimming against the stream you know a lot of people they want to go always with a majority but if you do the same thing as everyone else it's impossible to have success in life i i found it out even with another topic when i wrote my 
uh, my book about the psychology of super rich people. It was the same. These people, they really enjoyed swimming against the stream. And I think this is uh, very important. And I think it's logical. If you do the same thing as everyone else, you can't get famous, you can't get rich, you will be in the end as Joe Public, as everyone else, but not famous, definitely not. So I, I would consider you rather well known. Would you would you say that you have these wonderful qualities of being open minded and extroverted and you know, are these qualities that that most successful people have? Yes, uh, I, I, th I think so. First of all, I grow yeah. rich and I'm self-made rich. Yes, I made a lot of millions, uh, but as an entrepreneur and as an investor. And now next step is I want to be also famous. I, I can't write a book about how to become famous, if, but I'm only at the start. I think in the United States, Uh, there are not so many people who knows me, but I'm writing for a lot of uh, uh, newspapers, even in the United States, like uh, Forbes or National Interest and so. But I'm more well known, of course, in Europe and in Asia. Yes, I'm in, in Asia. A lot of people know me. I was there very often and had my lectures and so. But I'm working on this. It's a long thing. I, I started only a few years ago. First, I grew rich. And then my next thing was, I said, I want to spread my message, you know, because I was successful in different areas of life. And I want to tell other people uh, how to do it. And then I, I analyze the life of people who are much more successful than I am. And then I'm writing books about it. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. So what holds some people back from becoming famous? What are some of the things that you've seen in your work that really holds people back? I think these are two things. One of them I mentioned before is if people look too much for harmony. This is, but, but I, I think I talked about this, but there's another thing. Um, a lot of people heard sayings when they were children in their youth from their parents or from their teachers like, don't be a show off or, or modesty is a virtue or uh, don't blow your own trumpet or, mm -hmm. uh, or uh, quality will makes it on its own always and, and all these things. But I think these are these belief system or if, if you believe in these things, you can never become famous. And I think this is the, the most important reason why people, even if they want to become famous, that they have this belief system in their subconscious mind because they heard it so often from their mom and from their dad don't be a show off and, and all these things. And uh, maybe everyone from, from in our audience can think about it himself. How often have you heard things like, like this? But I think these sayings or these slogans, these are, they will not help you in your life. On the contrary, I think these are barriers and you have to be, be aware of it. Yeah, not only aware of it, but also kind of go against it. You know, if somebody tells you you're not the center, is not everything is about you, you have to actually think about that and think, well, it's my life. So actually, the reality is that it is about me. <laughs> and, and I think, 
Yeah. And, and it's okay that it's about me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I love very much uh, Anne Rand and I, I, I read a book uh, from her about egoism. And this is nothing uh, bad. It doesn't mean that you, you should hurt or ignore uh, other people are, are not being sensitive about other people. On on the contrary, um, if you if you do a lot of good things for other people, it's also also good for you. Think of Princess Diana, one of the people I portray in my book. I I think she sure. did a lot with charity and other things for other people. But this was also, of course, a way for her to become uh, to become famous. So. I found it fascinating that you put her in your book because I would have never considered her to be a genius in self-marketing yet. Yet after I read your book, I, I believe it. I think she's brilliant because everything she did brought her to the forefront. And yet it, it, it happened in such a way that it was so subtle. Nobody thought of her as a marketing genius, but there she was doing it. Yes, so what makes her different? Yeah, this like is a new perspective because she was not, you know, in a traditional way, she's not intelligent. I think with with every in, intelligent test, I, I think she, she 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 wouldn't be so good. And she was not so educated at at school. She had a lot of problems at 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 school, and she was really bad at school. But uh, she's important to my book to show everyone, even if you are maybe not the most well educated and you you haven't been at, at Harvard or another university or so even if you're uh, bad at, at school it, it doesn't matter she had this you know emotional intelligence that is sometimes much more important this this emotional intelligence and she was mm-hmm. really a genius with public relations she understood to to build relationship with journalists, a personal relationship. She she knew what what kind of messages are, especially what kind of pictures uh, and what kind of stories journalists want. And she was for me one of the greatest genius in, in self marketing. And and it's the same with Muhammad Ali. You know, Muhammad Ali he, in a traditional way he wasn't so intelligent. I think one time. He, he said that he read not one single book in his uh, whole life. Yes, and uh, uh, first uh, when he, uh, you know, later he didn't go to the army. But for first uh, he he failed his test uh, two times because he was in in this way uh, in a traditional way. He was not so educated and intelligent, but he was also a genius in self marketing. And this message is very important because uh, this it, it shows that the people in my book are very, very different. If you compare Albert Einstein or Stephen Hawking on the one hand with Muhammad Ali and Princess Di on the other hand, I think there couldn't be a bigger contrast between people. But in spite of this, they have one thing in common. And uh, mm-hmm. and this was uh, the, the reason why I selected so very different people because maybe there are some people in the audience who can better for them it's easier to identify maybe with Oprah Winfrey or for others it's easier to identify with uh, with Steve Jobs or for others with Princess Diana but I think everyone can find at least one in the book who says this 
person is a little bit similar to me. And uh, I, 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 I don't tell you that you should copy them, but definitely you can learn something. And, you know, you, 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 re you read the book at the end of if, uh, each chapter. I have some lessons that you can learn from each of these uh, people. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I think it's fascinating, and and it's your perspective on them is is very fascinating. Um, you know, I I think it's interesting how you chose such a diverse group of people. I, I think most people in this day, especially younger people, I would let me clarify that younger people don't really know who Andy Warhol or Carl Lagerfeld is, or even Stephen Hawking, for example, or Muhammad Ali, but they do know who Kim Kardashian is. And they do know who Madonna is and they do know who Steve Jobs is. So this is a very wide range of individuals that anybody can identify with the book, because even if you don't know all of these names, you at least know one or two of them. And so you can take from that. Absolutely. And to be honest, with because you mentioned Kim Kardashian, to be honest, this was not my idea, but I have a very young girlfriend and uh, we were on vacation and I, I read her the book when I wrote it. And then she told you the same as you said me. I'm so young and a lot of people, they don't know this and this. Please take Kim Kardashian. This is important. So this was not my idea. It was her idea. Okay, well, I thank you for giving her credit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's fascinating to me at the diversity of people that you have in here, and yet they're all recognizable, they're all different, and their approach is very different, but yet they're, they've accomplished the same goal, which is to be famous, to uh, be well-known in, in the average household, and, and they've, they've accomplished that. So that's well done. Um, so what is something um, that everyone can learn about, you know, learn from your book? Is there something specific that um, if you were to boil it down to one thing, what is that one thing that you think people can learn from your book? Okay, of course, there are a lot of things, but maybe one thing we didn't speak about is, is um, you should see yourself like a product. And, you know, every product has a trademark. Think Apple, for example, has the Apple. Oh. Think of McDonald's or Coca-Cola. They have their trademark. And even these famous, famous people have their trademark. I, I, I'm going to ask you, what's the trademark of Kim Kardashian? I don't know. I, I've never... I, I honestly don't know anything about the world. No, but, but it's... I know the part. name, but I don't know anything more. But oh, is that part? what it is? Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know it. It's their butt, really. And uh, but you okay. know, for, for Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's his bicep. Yes, you know, like here. Yes, right. yes. yes. I, I did know that. Yeah. Or uh, from Donald yeah. Trump, you know, what is his trademark? You know, this 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 crazy uh, hair, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yellow yellow hair. Yes, this is yeah. his trademark. Or, Absolutely. Or even, uh, if even Albert Einstein, you know, uh, you know this uh, picture with his uh, uh, tongue, his tongue sticking yes? out, <laughs> and and with his hair, and he had always, you know, this. Um, people said before he was photographed, 
he, he even masked his hair so that he looked like the genius uh, professor. So, and he, 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 he wow. wore no socks and things like this because this was his image, like this, you know, the, uh, a professor. And so, or Karl Lagerfeld, if you know him, yes, uh, he has, uh, uh, every one of them, uh, them has something like a trademark. And maybe this is something wonderful. If, if you want to be famous, think about it. What could be your? trademark yeah i, w- I will it, be thinking about that now it, no it, it hasn't to be something positive think about stephen hawking he you know he was uh, 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 disabled with his illness and even he made his wheelchair as a trademark you, you know on the cover uh, yeah of, uh, on the cover of his bestseller uh, uh, well, we have 30 photo. seconds before we go to break can you tell us your website so if anybody wants to go purchase uh, a copy of your your book where where can they go get a copy uh, I, 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 I hope in, yes, uh, you are the first now to know, but I, I hope in November at, at Amazon where you can get all the books. All right. So November 24th is your launch date. So on November 24th, 4th, uh, in the United States, feel free to go, um, anywhere in the U S and, and purchase a copy of how people become famous geniuses of self-marketing from Albert Einstein to Kim Kardashian. And we will be back in just a couple moments. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are struggling with organization, time management, or other executive functions, Bozzi Acosti is ready to put you on the path to success. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Bozzi works with in-person clients at her Phoenix, Arizona office or with clients anywhere across the country remotely. Mention that you heard this ad from the Focus on Success radio show and receive a free initial consultation with Fazia, plus $50 off an intake evaluation, a $300 value. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com or call 480-648-1122. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Focus on Success. To reach Fozzie Acosti or her guest on the live show, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Fazia at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Now, back to Focus on Success. Hi, welcome back. I'm Fazia Costi, and today we are talking to Dr. Renner Zeitelman. He has written over 25 books, or 25 books, and today we are talking about his latest book, which will be coming out November 24th. It's called How People Become Famous, Geniuses 
of Self-Marketing from Albert Einstein to Kim Kardashian. Welcome to the show, Dr. Zeidelman. Hi. Hi. Yeah. So welcome back. I, I really uh, enjoyed the first half of our, our conversation. It's been really fun talking about all these different celebrities and what makes them famous. And you were talking about the difference of how, you know, maybe Princess Diana did her thing and how uh, Steve Jobs and I think the last uh, celebrity we were talking about was um, Stephen Hawking about how he used his wheelchair as part of his image. Um, Yeah. So can we talk a little bit more about that? Like what, what is it that, like, how does somebody decide what their, their thing is going to be, you know, how does that happen? Um, I, I'm not sure whether I, I, I really got your question. Can you repeat it, please? Sure. Yeah. So every one of these these wonderful uh, people that you've written about has something different. Do they decide that they're going to um, bring, like, did Stephen Hawking decide he's going to have his wheelchair as part of his image because he knows that that's going to make him famous or that's just who he is. And so he's putting that in as part of his image so that people recognize who he is. Uh, yes. Uh, sorry. Yes. This is a, a good question. I think it's, uh, it's really important to be authentic. Yes. As uh, I, I said that you should um, uh, turn yourself into a brand, but the, the real recipe for this is to be authentic uh, everyone is different and everyone has some edges and everyone has some positive or negative things. And um, uh, look look at uh, Stephen, Stephen Hawking. He had this illness and he was uh, disabled. and um, But he had this very positive attitude. And uh, I, I wrote another book right now about disabled people. And these disabled people, I will tell you another example. Uh, I'm, um, uh, um, of of course, you know, Ray Charles. Everyone knows Ray Charles. And, you know, he became blind with seven years. But um, in the beginning, when he started his uh, career, and the same with Stevie Wonder, they, they made their blindness, to they turned their blindness into a trademark. So it, it means even you can even turn negative things in something positive. Uh, I saw this uh, posters uh, in, in the early career from Ray Charles. It was the uh, meet the, the blind singer Ray Charles, and they did it in the same way with uh, Stevie Wonder. And this, uh, w- what do I want to say with this? You can even turn uh, uh, negative things in something positive. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. So, um, out of the twelve people that you've written about, um, Albert Einstein, he is known for sticking out his tongue and messing up his hair. You said that he even does this before a photo shoot, which I found quite fascinating. <laughs> so, yeah, so that that's that's pretty fun. Um, let's talk a little bit about Andy Warhol. You wrote in here that uh, he went from uh, a soup can to global fame. How did that happen for him? How did how did he market himself in in such a way to become that famous? He did so many really outraged things that you can tell here on the radio. But uh, but sometimes 
now we we both have an interview yes and uh, for example if you would have an interview with him maybe you could have have a hard time maybe he he will start with you as a journalist and make you if you were a man yes he make your you know sex, uh, sexual proposals yes for example yes no one would do it or if you ask <laughs> him a question he he would only repeat the question maybe you you ask me something now and i repeat only the question to you i'll say nothing or only uh, one word or <laughs> things like this yes it, it is strange of course but as i mentioned before you have to be you have to be different and for him um it was everything only about self marketing he he even mentioned sometimes that he didn't paint his own pictures he he, he said to the people my assistant did it my all my assistants did it but he was only focused on one thing uh, self marketing self marketing and with him it was also you know his uh, his appearance uh, how 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 he looked this uh, this uh, image and um, he did a lot of funny things or uh, sometimes they invited him to to give lectures about his art but um he he sent uh, a double from him you know an an, an actor and first people didn't realize <laughs> it yes that it was not him it was an actor or um he was um he was invited uh, to the to I, I think it was a, a, a big uh, affair to 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 make some to so some pictures for this, and he, he portrayed the twelve most wanted criminals in the United States and such such crazy things. So I think he was really crazy, but this was the, the reason why he became famous. I think if you are not a little bit crazy, it's it's very hard. To get to get famous, and uh, I think every one of us is a little bit crazy. I I would guess you are a little bit crazy. I'm a little bit crazy. I know it. <laughs> but most people they try to hide it. Yes, but these people they didn't hide it. Even you see Donald Trump. Some people love him. Some people hate him. I know. But I think everyone will agree upon this that he's really crazy in a way even people who love him will uh, agree with this and people who hate him of course will agree with this yes but this is with every one of us and so this is one of my message every one of us us is a little bit crazy you have your own rough edges and if you want to turn yourself into a brand um, you you can't waste time worrying about uh, rubbing other people the wrong way Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And I noticed that, you know, a lot of times with people, um, you know, the average person, you know, they go to work, they have their families, they don't want to upset their boss, they don't want to upset their neighbor, they don't want to upset their family members. And and so they're, they become people pleasers. And so they kind of lose a little bit about who they are in that process. And so they're not as authentic. Earlier, we had talked about being authentic. And it sounds like these individuals are very authentic. You see the true personality. Like you said, everyone's got a little bit of crazy in them. And you see that in every one of these people. They don't hide who they are. I agree. Absolutely authentic. I think this is the right word. They are authentic. And, you know, this is, it's not a contradiction. 
on the one hand to be authentic and on the other hand to to turn yourself into a brand for some people maybe may, may, it seems like a contradiction but it is not to to turn yourself into a brand i think the easiest recipe is be how you are be how you are and if you are crazy then act crazy <laughs> uh, show it off yes sometimes even uh, arnold schwarzenegger you know when he when he met his uh, former former wife and you know now is divorced but when he met her first time and he was uh, in, invited uh, with her with her parents and i know you know uh, is uh, the, the the kennedy family very right. famous in the united states and said do you know what was the first time that he said to the mother of his wife he said i think she has a great butt <laughs> i'm yes. sure that made an impression <laughs> <laughs> isn't it crazy isn't it crazy to uh, so uh, you, well, that's you think, definitely uh, authentic most men would never do that most no, men would never no no, no one do it no one would do it because it's crazy or when he gave an interview and uh, people you know at this time no one know anything about uh, bodybuilding at this time bodybuilding was only something for some crazy people it was not like today where you have gyms uh, everywhere and he had an interview like we had now and they, they asked him about what is this uh, feeling if you if you get your pump in the muscle and he said this is like uh, like i'm coming like having sex with a woman he said it's the same oh my outrage God. as well but people keep it in mind yes if people say sometimes even crazy things like this or take muhammad ali he always said i'm the greatest i'm the greatest i'm the most prettiest and there's no one in the world as pretty as i am isn't it crazy to see things like that i think it's really uh, it's really crazy but this uh, it's unexpected it's yes, definitely it's, unexpected it's, it's, it's and unexpected. so make it memorable Yes, yeah. and 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 some people. Uh, he he. Uh, Muhammad Ali was really a genius in self marketing. Uh, he he said some people came to see, uh, to see my fights only for one reason because they hated me so much and they want to really see how he gets you know uh, knock out and and uh, you, you see. If, if But I he didn't care who came. He just he just cared that people came. He didn't yes. care that they loved him or hated him. He filled the stadium, yeah. and that's what mattered. Exactly, yes. So he reached his goal, even though people hated him. Sometimes provocation is a part of it. Think of Madonna. She had also a lot of provocation, even with uh, with religion, and she linked religion and uh, church and even uh, uh, Jesus with uh, sexual topics and so and I think this was re really very provocative and a lot of people hated her for this but okay she had her fans on the other hand and this is always the, the message and I think this is important for for every one of you uh, everyone of in, in our audience I think we are all different God, God made us different And we should be proud to be not the, the same like everyone else. And we, we shouldn't be too too shy and too too modest and so. And if you are convinced that you are very good in something, why don't you say it? Only because people say maybe it's a show off. Maybe people tell it. 
if if you look at me facebook okay it's mostly germ uh, uh, my my facebook side sometimes i i have posts where i show my bicep my my muscle and then they say but he's an intellectual he has two phd's and he wrote 25 books and it's crazy to show his muscle isn't it crazy yes it is crazy but that's me yeah no i so I'm noticing that you're talking a little bit about controversy in different in different ways. All these all these individuals had some kind of controversy that they created. Um, do you find that that helps them brand their image a little bit stronger? Does that help make them more famous? Absolutely, it was absolutely essential. I mentioned some of them. It was important for Madonna. It was important for uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was important for uh, Donald Trump. It was important for Steve Jobs. It was important for Muhammad Ali. I think it was important for most of them. And of course, it uh, of course it helped them. But I want to add something. Um, it's not the more the better. Sometimes you have to realize, okay, now it was too much. This was the genius of Madonna. Sometimes she realized, okay, I had now this, or I did this very provoking things, and this was too much. And now I have to go uh, a step behind or a step on the side and, uh, you know, to be a little bit uh, uh, moderate. Then she made some uh, more, you know, easy songs and so on, the, the next step. So it's, it's, it's not so easy. It's, it's not that you say as as more you provoke people, the better it is. Uh, it's the the real art is to find the the, the, the the you you can't measure it in a way, but uh, you you have to experiment in a way. So now I did too much. Now I have to go a little bit uh, away from this. This is really an art. It's it's not the way that you say the more the better. This would be too easy. So they have to become experts on their own brand so that they can kind of maneuver through that experience and change their image when it needs to be changed and kind of reel things in when it needs to be reeled in, kind of get more eccentric or crazy when they need to. So it sounds like there's really no formula or, or, or is there? Is there a formula for success? Um, I think... Yes and no. Uh, yes, because um, if you read the book, you, you, you will find that all these people have a lot in common. We spoke about a lot of these right. things now, and you will find more. On the other hand, you will find that th these people are very different. And if someone who reads the book, he says, okay, I, I make now my decision. I will copy now Kim Kardashian. Uh, I will copy now um, Muhammad Ali or I will copy Princess Diana. You will be not successful because uh, I said it before, authentic. Uh, you mentioned authentic. It's very important. And if you copy someone else, you are not longer authentic, but you can learn something. That means not to, to have the same haircut as Donald Trump in the end or something like this, but you can learn something. The, if you channelize some things. But I think the first thing 
we we had this before, but it's so important that uh, I want to repeat it and I want to mention it again, that you have to analyze your own belief systems, whether you have belief systems that are really harmful and will not help you, like modesty is a virtue or something like this. And uh, these, these things that you internalized uh, with your education, um, you, 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 you said it before, you have to do something. First, you have to, to be aware that you have them in your subconscious mind, and then you have To, you have to learn it to break the rules and uh, to to forget the things that your that your parents uh, told you. Uh, you should only listen to your parents if your parents are now where you want to be later on in your life. If so, if they were so very successful in their field, then you can learn something from them. But if they are not the way like you want to be later, then you should uh, forget a lot of things that they told you like this, uh, these things that I mentioned before. So would you recommend if somebody wants to become famous that they maybe find a mentor or somebody that can help them or, or do you recommend that they just find their own authentic self and just go with it? I think uh, a lot of people tell you, I, I had the same discussion when it was about how to grow rich. There are a lot of people who, who will tell you, you need, a, you need a mentor or something like this. Mostly people tell this who earn their money with being a mentor. They tell you that it's very important and absolutely uh, essential that you have a mentor. But I don't believe in, in this, that you need a mentor. You need help sometimes, maybe. You, you, uh, uh, some of them uh, engaged uh, uh, publicists or PA, PR agents. But uh, I think this were only something in addition. I think uh, I, I selected the people in this book that they created their own strategy. They, they, they found their own way. It was not made by uh, PR agency. It's not a mistake. I have also, I engage a PR agency. I have one in the UK. I have one in uh, China and in Spain. And uh, uh, now uh, I, I work with someone here in the United States. So, but uh, you have to build your own, your own uh, strategy and, uh, Your, your own fantasy. It, it can't be done by someone else. Someone, someone else can support you and give you some hints, but uh, I think more than 80% has to be done uh, by yourself. The, the same if you want to grow rich. Yes, A lot of people ask me, uh, should I have a mentor or something? Some people even look for a guru or who, who tells them what to do. But if you are someone who, who looks for for other person who will tell you what to do, then you will never get famous and you will never get, get rich because this is for me only, a, um, it, it proves that there, is a, that there is a big lack of self-confidence with you. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Renair Zettelman. Um, he, his book comes out November 24th, How People Become Famous, Geniuses of Self-Marketing from Albert Einstein to Kim Kardashian. And today we have a special guest. Uh, my intern, Taryn Fox, is wanting to ask Dr. Zeidelman a question. And Dr. Zeidelman, would you be open to that? 
I'm very open because you can't see her, but I can say she's really pretty. So I'm very open for questions from she her. She is. Yes, she absolutely. is. She's beautiful. Yes. All right, Taryn, please go ahead and ask your question. But try to speak as your mentor, uh, um, slow and uh, you know clear because you know I'm not a native speaker. Well, first I want to say thank you, and the same disciplines apply to people who are considered to be social media celebrities. So the people who get famous on apps like TikTok or Instagram. So do these principles apply to? social media uh, individuals. Yes, absolutely. This is the reason why I have Kim Kardashian in the book, you know, that uh, she became, this was uh, beside her uh, TV show, this was the most important thing, uh, this social media. And I think uh, today it's an important tool, but it's not the only tool. And there are a lot of ways to to be famous. You have to combine them. Um, Social media, of course, are very important for today, I think for the older ones, it's Facebook, for the people in the middle, <laughs> it's Instagram, and for the younger one, it's TikTok. So it's in Germany. I don't know whether it's the same way in the United yes. States. Yes. And uh, yes. I, I use uh, different channels, like uh, radio is one, uh, TV is another one, to have uh, lectures, presentation, writing books, newspapers, social media, there are there are a lot of tools, but of course, uh, so, uh, social social media are important. But there are so many people today, millions of people who uh, try to get awareness in social media that it's not a good idea to rely only on social media. Definitely, yes. you have to use different tools. Thank you so much, Dr. Zeidelman. Once again, his book is How People Become Famous, Geniuses of Self-Marketing from Albert Einstein to Kim Kardashian. Thank you, Taryn, for the wonderful question. And if you would like to get in touch with me, um, please feel free to go to my website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. You can register for our, uh, I'm sorry, subscribe to our magazine, Executive Function Magazine there. You can also get in touch with me if you'd like to um, come and see me for a free consultation on ex- for executive function coaching. You can also go to the same website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com, and send me an email. If you'd like to call me, my number is 480-648-1122. And next week, we are talking to Jen Jennifer Delaney. She's going to be talking about trauma therapy specifically about brain spotting. So if you would like to learn more about that, uh, feel free to join us uh, next week on Wednesday. And also go ahead and listen to our podcast on Parenting Pulse. We just launched our third episode on modeling behavior last week, and it's pretty pretty awesome. Um, This particular podcast is with Dr. Sarah Bald and uh, Mackenzie Douglas. So thank you for listening and... uh, We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Focus on Success. Please join your host, Fazia Costi, for another program next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again, have a great week.